How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever you're listening. It is the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Podcast. And as always, I am your host, Jamie Filer. Today, I am excited to talk about the topic of relationships and your career. And what I mean by that is when your relationship and your career intersect because you decided to hire your significant other to work for slash with you, joined with me today is my wife, Katie Filer, whom I actually hired mid-2021 when I realized I needed a little bit of help in my business and nobody knows me or my business better than the person that I live with seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Katie Filer, thank you for joining us on the TRM podcast. Thank you for having me. So why don't we tell people how our <laughs> strategic collaboration came to be? When did you start working? Well, you do work for me. We don't really work together, but when did you start working for me and what did you start doing? Well, I believe it was, like you said, mid 2021, when you kept hiring virtual assistants who were doing a good job, they just weren't doing an excellent job. And I said, why don't you just hire me? Because, because you're a native English speaker, because you understand me, my business, my, my clientele. Mostly because I understand you and your business, because I have the insider tips that because I simply see you every day doing it. I get, mm -hmm. I get that experience of listening to you, the passion you have, how fired up you get for all of your clients, whether it be personal training clients, business clients, all of the above. So I have that that I get to pull from. Absolutely. So the way it started for those of you looking for, I guess, the strategy behind it is that I started paying Katie, well, Jamie Filer Fitness LLC started paying Katie 200 a month for whatever work she would get done. And what was your first task? Remind me. I think my first tasks were outgoing DMs. So sending DMs to new people new who people, had just followed me. New followers. So essentially like, like copy and pasting mm -hmm. a message to all new followers. Yep. Yeah. So the other reason, guys, uh, that this is a good choice and, and I chose the word strategic collaboration carefully is because the best thing about hiring your significant other and paying them a salary or an hourly rate is that every time Katie and I go out to dinner or I take her for coffee, or I buy us breakfast, or I even take her on vacation. That now becomes a tax write-off from her payroll salary to what it is we do together because we're often creating content together or because we're working on our vacations. It is super advantageous to essentially have one of your employees live with you because everything we do is, is part of the Jamie Filer fitness brand or business. Now, from mid-2021 towards the end of 2021, we slowly started assigning you more and more tasks because I felt like I was being let down by more and more virtual assistants. So we went from just sending outbound DMs to 
I took on a big role in content creation at that point. So I sat down and I, it, it, all of the tasks that you assign me are time wasters. Essentially, we could call them. They are things that at the end of the day need to get done. However, take up a lot of time. So for example, I was perusing the internet, trying to find the perfect content calendar, you did do which I couldn't find. So instead I created one. So I was in charge of creating your content calendar for the month of January. And of course, moving forward the, the months of 2022. Um, and then on top of that, you know, making sure that you're on top of your task list every day, yep. um, you know, essentially a virtual assistant right here next to you. Yeah. Some combination between a virtual assistant and an executive yes. assistant. I like making, that title. Yeah, making sure that my schedule is managed, that my people are managed. Um, that you are managed. That I am managed. <laughs> this is a good point. This is a good point. Were you nervous at first to work for me? I was. Why were you nervous at first to work for me? I was nervous at first simply because we were combining a personal relationship with a professional, which is an area we had never tackled. We had never experienced an area, a relationship that we had never learned. We had never figured out how it worked. So mm -hmm. we communicate in a wonderful way personally, we do. but we had to learn a new way to communicate professionally. Yes. And I want to table that because I recently got yelled at for micromanaging you. So we're definitely going to talk about communication in a little bit. Um, but if I recall, you were the one who asked me if you could work for my business. That's correct. Yeah. So what had happened was Katie has an incredible job as a speech language pathologist in a hospital. And she absolutely loves it, adores it, has a master's in it, is exceptionally well-educated, well-versed, um, also has a lot of practical experience. Mm -hmm. But on vacation and when she would have days off and time off and on weekends, we genuinely enjoyed working together, not just having her home, but us working side by side with one another. And so she kept saying, you know, we could do this all the time if I work for you. Or if I would ask her to help me with something after she got back from her eight hour workday, she said, babe, I'm so tired. You know, if I worked for you, we could do this in the middle of the day. So it was essentially, I'm not going to say pressure, but you helped me understand that it would be valuable to, uh, to officially just have you on my team. I showed you the value. You 100%. did. You have demonstrated your value. Um, all right, let's be brutally honest. Pros and cons of working for your partner. Let's start with pros. Um, pros, more time together. Yeah. Um, pros, and not only do we get more time together during the day because I'm home now more frequently, but I have also noticed that at night, you are off your phone less. We are out of the business more because we have accomplished so much during, during the, the day, day. Yeah. that we can turn off the professional relationship and go back to strictly personal, which mm -hmm. we couldn't do before because, you know, you just had so much to do. Um, those are the major pros. It's just more quality time together. I would also say, if I can add, your brand has been growing exponentially as well because you're learning, you know, you essentially sit in on TRM calls and you overhear platinum presentations and then, oh yeah, this is not a goal of mine to become a personal trainer, but I can take so much of what TRM teaches and what you're learning 
social media and systems wise and use it for my own brand. hundred percent. Absolutely. So now I want to go I want to go back to the part where you said, I don't want to be a personal trainer. Okay. Um, but what are some cons? What have we already experienced? Um, that goes straight into communication is that we have, we have come across speed bumps, like, like you mentioned mm -hmm. the micromanaging, um, it is a learning curve and with that comes growing pains. Sure. Um, oh, man, but honestly, there is no other major con. That's pretty much it's, it. Right? It's pretty much it. it it's yeah. been a struggle in small areas, but man, it's, it's been really, really good in so many big areas. And, and I will take ownership of the micromanaging for those of you listening guys, you know, we had Amanda V come on our newest TRM apprentice. And we had her talking about the importance of SOP standard operating procedures when you hire your first employee. And the truth is I took advantage of the fact that my first employee lived with me and I had to give her very little instruction. But now we have come across this problem that she says, Hey, you're micromanaging me. And I'm like, but wait, no, I'm not. I just didn't have it written down. I just did not set the expectation for, Hey Katie, when a new client comes on, this is when we accept payment. This is how the onboarding process works. This is how quickly a client should expect their program back. So hundred percent I'm micromanaging, but I'm also going to take ownership for the fact of the fact that I did not make a standard operating procedure because it was just a natural progression to hire you and, and you integrated into my business so seamlessly. Now, with that being said, you have recently taken on yet another new role. Coaching. Coaching. Coaching with Katie. Yeah. Yes. So I, uh, with with, as you mentioned, my brand kind of taking off a bit, I've had people reach out to me. And I think that's because they see you, they see me, they see us together doing what we love to do best and yeah. training and living this balanced, healthy lifestyle. And they reached out to me and said, hey, will you coach me? And you said yes. I said, heck yes. Yep. Well, first I tried to pawn them off on you <laughs> for being honest, but then they said, no, we want you. And I said, okay, let's do it. Perfect. Yeah. And I was able to follow a very similar um, process that you do. I scheduled a phone call with them and we, we filled out a questionnaire and it's, it's going really well so far. Yeah. You've done, you've done exceptionally well with accountability because I believe I've set you up with enough autonomy. Your check-in process doesn't look like mine, right? Correct. Um, but your check-in process works for you. And that's, I think that's, what's important. So you're following essentially the Jamie Filer method, but you're giving the Katie Filer flair to it. Right. Which I think is, is important with any business relation where you have people under you is that that's the whole reason a client wants one trainer over another, right? Yeah. Is that everybody has their own little style. Everybody has their own personality. Not every client is for you and not every client is for me, but this way, now you have two people on your team, two different personalities to offer future clients. Yeah. Therefore, it's kind of like your umbrella has gotten bigger and you can take on more essentially under Jamie Filer Fitness. Yep. Yep. And not to mention the client, the clients still achieve their desired results. They're still happy at the end of the three, six or 12 month agreement. It's just that how you and I would go about it is a little bit different. Yep. That's all. Um, another thing to mention, guys, especially if you're going to have a spouse be a um Oh my gosh, I was going to say significant other. A significant other be an assistant coach is try to make sure that they are either serving 
your demographic or a demographic similar to the one that you have, right? So Katie, you've taken on females roughly between the ages of 25 and 34. Um, I believe one is from the LGBTQ community. One is not. Um, both do struggle with anxiety, being nervous. I'm not gonna say mental health issues, but there's a little bit going on in their, in their minds and in their hearts versus just their body. For sure. So guys, you can see that, right. Katie is not taking on men's physique competitors who are trying to, <laughs> trying to get on stage because that is not on brand at all. If that was the case, I would have her actually start her own business because it's not who I am. It's not who we want to serve. Um, there are other trainers out there for men's physique competitors. We again, want women 25, 34 anxiety, um, mental, you know, the mental health relationship goals, pretty much, pretty much that. Um, now Katie, what is one thing, what is one piece of advice you would give to people before they start working with their significant other? I think the biggest piece of advice I could offer is to be extremely blunt and clear with the expectations. I mm -hmm. think that is what, as you mentioned, that was the, the hurdle we had to overcome is that in the very beginning, because it was so seamless and because it will feel so fluid, that lack of very clear cut and dry black and white expectations, mm -hmm. um, that's going to be really helpful moving forward. Yeah. I love that. Um, what do you, what about you? Cause there's a, there's a different perspective. Hiring, yeah. hiring, being hired versus hiring. Absolutely. So I would say similar to any employee you hire guys, especially because you're going to be living with and married to this particular employee, give it a trial period because the last thing you want is to start fighting over it. Um, or to have, the business get in the way of the personal. Cause at the end of the day, I would rather Katie be my wife than, than my employee. <laughs> and I'd rather not jeopardize my personal relationship to make a little bit more money or just so that I don't have to do my low leverage tasks at the end of the day. If this isn't working, there is a VA out there for me. I just haven't found them yet. But again, I would rather Katie take over. So I think it's important to give it a trial period and say, okay, if we are not at each other's throats at the end of three months or 90 days, or if you believe that I'm a fair boss, or if you even like what you're doing, you can stay on. But if any of this doesn't work, then no hard feelings. We go back to being wives and that's pretty much it. Is that, yeah, that's pretty fair. Yeah. Same page. Good. Oh, obviously always. <laughs> the other thing I want to mention um, especially, you know, in our situation, again, Katie is working for me part-time as she has her, her full-time, well, or now her other part-time job is that one day she won't be working at her part-time job anymore. One day it'll just be Jamie Filer Fitness 24 seven. And here's what I want to say about that from the, from the CEO perspective is that it is absolutely terrifying to ask your significant other, especially in the personal training industry, guys, right? Our, Paychecks are never the same from month to month. Katie was always the stable one. She was always the one who worked the same number of hours to bring home the exact same amount biweekly, you know, regardless of what holiday, what weekend, whatever. My job, my career that I've chosen has always been ebb and flow, wax and wane, right? We make a ton of money in January and then we don't make any in, in August. She agreed to sign up for that life. And that is so much pressure 
And you have to understand that pressure and you have to be respectful of that pressure and you have to appreciate that pressure makes diamonds, right? I think December was one of our biggest months. I know January is going to be massive because I am, I am left without a choice but to make this work, right? Again, to ask your significant other to give up a stable, secure, full-time job to take a chance on you. Uh, that's a huge weight on my shoulders, but it's also a weight that I'm prepared for. And it's one that I'm so happy to take on. If it means that I get to spend even more time, you know, with Katie, and if I get to take her on more vacations and, and we even, even if it means we have to work from those vacations, uh, for one or two hours a day, uh, they still came because she believed in my business and I believed in my business. How do you feel about that? Really, really good. Yeah. Right. Cause I don't have a choice, but to be sick, I have to make up the rest of your income right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to think there's anything I missed as it really, I guess we should talk about how to pay a significant other. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that was a, I guess that's another talk you're going to have to have and, and be honest and figure out exactly what, so the way we did it is we sat down and we looked at my fixed expenses. So yep. things like car payment, insurance payment, bills, those fixed expenses. Student debt minimum. Student debt minimum, that kind of stuff. You have to sit down and, and essentially make a spreadsheet and see, okay, what can we get by with paying for? Yeah. yeah. The other thing it comes down to, guys, is do you currently share a joint bank account? And I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty of tax planning and financial advising and account. That's not what this podcast is about. But if everything you do essentially goes into the same pot anyway, then you don't have to pay your significant other because the income they bring in goes to the main pot and the income you bring in goes to the main pot. It all goes to the same bank account. And then the bills, the electric bills, the water bills, the heating bills, the vacation bills, it all goes out of the same pot as well. And even if you don't share the same bank account, because sure. some people don't in this day and age, if, if you think about it long-term, my goal is to bring in more for Jamie Filer Fitness, whether that be coaching, whether that be just helping on the back end of things. My goal is to better yep. Jamie Filer Fitness. Therefore, working together towards that same goal is going to bring in more either way. Absolutely. Totally. Um, the other thing that you guys can do is that your relationship, your business relationship can look different, right? If we look at Ross and Emily, they are also uh, working seamlessly together, but we know that Emily is kind of the face of Strong AF, while Ross is like the wizard behind the curtains making everything move. And that's how their business works, right? You and I are kind of the face of my brand, but I do the coaching, but you definitely help bring people in, mm -hmm. right? Uh, for you guys, perhaps you take on your significant other to do all things social media, or perhaps you're the one who wants to be the influencer and you get your significant other certified as a personal trainer, and then they take on all of your clients so that all you do is the content creation portion. Guys, there's a million different combinations um, that you and your partner can do together to make your business work. You just have to find that balance, find what they like to do and what they consider high leverage tasks, find what you like to do and what you consider high and low leverage tasks, and then navigate that together. Find the balance.
That's it. Anything before we close out the podcast? Are you still having fun? Are you still enjoying? Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm looking forward to taking on more uh, responsibility, time, all of the above. Sure. You know you're past your three-month probation period, right? It's working for us. I'm officially hired. You're officially on on the Jamie Filer Fitness payroll. I can start racking up PTO now, right? (laughs) guys thank you so much for joining the trainer revenue multiplier podcast thank you we appreciate you listening if you like what you heard feel free to share it on your instagram on your facebook let other trainers know if you found this information valuable also make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to us whether that's itunes stitcher spotify wherever we would love some five-star ratings and more subscriptions Looking forward to having you join us next week, as always, when we bring you nuggets and pearls of wisdom, and we appreciate you listening. Thanks again from everyone here at the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show.